I'm curious, man. I'm curious your thought. I mean, he gave it's another installment of the of the of the Sean Payton um just the Sean Payton era, the Sean Payton saga. Say uh do do as I say, not as I do. I Definitely. Guess. I guess. I mean, you know, listen, part of that thing with Wickersham, okay, a lot of that was built in the off season up in Idaho. But he let Wickersham come up to his office the after the Wednesday practice against the Rams. And boy, we thought that practice was bad. Now we know. Now we really know how bad it was um, because he allowed Seth Wickersham to, you know, see it, see it all, talk about it all, you know, how he laid into his players, what was going on. I actually don't quite get it. Like, how does that help? I just don't think, I, I don't think there's anything to get. I don't think there's like some big objective. Like I've heard people, you know, like Peter Schrager from NFL Network, who he's tight with, or, or even as recent as Troy a few minutes ago saying, hey, he's taken the pressure off of his team. Mm. I, I, like, like, and I respectfully disagree with those guys. Like, look at the quotes. Which quote is taking the, like, it's. No. I mean, I mean and, and if you're Ross. The other one was like, this was a planned thing. And it was, you know, some master class. Cecil sort of was uh, espousing that. And apparently he got some, you know, what a master stroke by, by other coaches. I'm like, hey, come on, guys. No, he came out and apologized and said, I'm, spo- I've asked. This was, guys, this was a month ago. He said, I've asked these guys to, 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 to lay low. And here I am stepping in it. Stepping in it. Talks about having a trophy in his office that is like a goof about stepping in it as he's kind of stepping in it again. But you know what? This is our guy. All right? Like, Prime is our guy. And uh, like the Buffalo Bills, uh, you got to gotta rally around him. Circle those wagons. Circle those wagons. So. Well, well, it's one of these things where, like, you, like I don't have to worship him. No, I'm not, like, I'm not suggesting that. And, and, like, so I can acknowledge that I think this guy is the right coach for the Broncos. <laughs> This guy is experienced. This guy, I think on game day, that's when we're going to see the fruits. But, it, you know, we sat, sat together a couple of weeks ago, DMAC, during one of these crosstalks. And, like, yeah. I, I can admit that Sean Payton is the right coach for the Denver Broncos at, at this intersection in time, and he's the perfect hire, but also acknowledge that there has been a great deal of hypocrisy that he has owned that he still can't kind of – keep himself from stepping into. That's why I just think he he just can't help himself. Yeah, and I, I don't think any of this is bad unless things go bad. Like, yes. you know, yes. if TCU waxed Colorado, uh, we would be talking, uh, it wouldn't be buzzkill by, it, it would be, uh, you know, soothsayer. I mean, it would be, and, and listen, nobody really knew what was going to go on there. So I think the similarities between Prime and Sean Payton are, I think they're through the roof. You want to come in. You want to be the star of the show. You want to change the identity and change the culture. You, you, you. Okay. All right, cool. You know, go for it. Let's see it. Just got to win. We just saw it with Prime. Yep. I think, too, this was a really deep psychological dive into who this guy is as a human being. So never mind just all the football stuff. And a lot of people accuse us of TMZ this and that and the other thing. Hey, listen, man, this article goes deep into his relationship with his current wife and that courting process and how the movie about him did not reflect what actually happened with him and his wife and his relationship. And he wasn't really thrilled about that, which is interesting because his son-in-law produced it because his son-in-law's sister That's why he did is it. Adam right, Sandler's right, wife, right, right, who's right. in the movie. Right. And, you know, uh, he, he was actually going through a divorce during Bounty Gate. They weren't, like, separated, and she wasn't dating a shaman like Rob Schneider you know, if you see the movie, have you seen the movie? Mm-mm. Okay, don't worry about it. And so, but I've seen it a couple times, and he's in it. 
But it was fascinating at his introductory press conference to meet his son-in-law who produced the movie. And I'm like, oh, all right, I get it. Well, future son-in-law, they, they weren't married right, 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 at the right, time, right. but you know what I'm saying. Yep. So anyway, whatever. It, it's a very deep psychological profile of who this guy is. He seems to be, at times, during this article, lonely, a little bit lost, not sure where he fits into the world. According to this article, he has nothing to do on Sunday, so he stays at the Fox studio longer than he needs to. According to this article, he was trying to have the breakfast club get together for, you know, breakfast well into September when everybody else was done with their summer back to work. And according to the article, he was the only one sitting at the table. So there's a lot of things in this article that are kind of like, man, dude, are you okay? Are you, all, are you doing all right there, Sean? And uh, the article brings up some really interesting things. The article says he can't go to bed 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning. So he starts things later, not earlier, which is a little bit against, like, the NFL code. Yeah. So the, the article is much more of a reflection of kind of a, I'd say, kind of a, a bit of a midlife crisis for this guy. And, yeah, his dealings with the NFL are... I mean, just legendary. Yeah, not good. I mean, he hates Roger Goodell. It's why he took the side of any um, on that gambling stuff, like lickety split, saying we should the, the league should be ashamed of themselves without knowing all the details. That's the thing, but 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 that right there is a microcosm. Like Sean, I think just sometimes has a tendency to say a lot, say too much. He's a talker. Sean, Sean Payton is a talk. You talk about like him at the, his, you know, the, the Nuggets game. Again, like, in the article, his wife talks about that, not us. Not me making observations, like, you know, telling Greg Pet now that's ice, that's a hockey stick, th- this is called glass, that's a puck, you know, but you can see him explaining things. So he probably is a natural teacher, he's in, he's, he wants of to be course, engaged. Of course, of course. And then in the article, too, it says everybody's walking around the building on eggshells. Yep. So, I mean, uh, okay. So, I listen, man, I don't think he's a bad dude. No, I just no. think he's, he's been dealing with things for the past couple of years, and he's a damn good coach. But now you got to see it. And uh, if Prime could do it, why not Sean Payton? Yeah, this is why he's here. Um, I, look, I, I think that I got him at twelve to win to win uh, twelve to one to win Coach of the Year. If, if he takes the same cast of characters that was a five win team from a year ago and can win nine or ten, he's going to get the credit because he's taking an inept, dysfunctional team, turning them into a winner. He's got the ability to do that. That's why I believe this guy has what it takes to be the Broncos coach. But I also can acknowledge that he is a lot, and he steps in it a lot. When you invite Jared Bell from USA Today up to your office, where do you think that's going? Yeah. When you're inviting Seth Wiggersham to go play golf with you during the summer, and then you welcome him up to your office after a joint practice— I mean, what, 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 but, but, what do you suppose? What, but, what, what's going on but, here? But, but, but don't even forget, it's not like Jarrett Bell was, like, grilling him. No, no. Jarrett Bell led the article saying, soon as I stepped into his office, he shuffled papers and said, if this team isn't a play, can I tell you something? He goes, can I tell you something right now? If this team's not a playoff team, I'm going to be pissed off. And he just goes into it. Boom. He just, he's off to the races. It's also, Sean. in that article, you see that he was frustrated that the Broncos couldn't finish that practice that they were slow getting to things, they didn't have the same jump as the Rams. These are observations we were giving you right here on good old 104.3 The Fan. Yep, you're spot on. Not orange and blue sunglasses. Nope. We were talking about it. We were being for real about it. We did say it got better the next day, but, I mean, just read the article, and you'll know everything you need to know about that first practice with the Rams, how unsatisfactory it really was. And it, it does frame that the 41 nothing win... 
is, I mean, kind of virtually meaningless. You know, the Rams got what they wanted to, especially out of their first day. And then the second day was just icing on the cake. And the Broncos did not finish those those either days well, Zach. They, they did kind of fold down the stretch at the end of those practices. The Rams were just in better shape and had a little bit more fire. Despite the fact that they got waxed on uh, in the in the uh, scrimmage in the preseason game, I got to get my son to physical therapy. I can't wait to hear you guys break this down. No, Sean, we're going to be together tomorrow. Uh, you guys are up serving up tacos water. someplace. Yeah, yep. Um, really looking forward to it. Um, but I can't. This is fascinating. It's another installment of the Sean Payton just it's, at the last second, at the right as the season's starting. Do you want to know more about this guy or not? Does the, the psychological things matter or do they not matter? And, uh, you know, they don't matter if you can just win the games. But why you do what you do to me is always very interesting. Me and Sean will uh, be kicking off the season tomorrow at Cochino, Taco, and Edgewater. You can celebrate the start of the season with us tomorrow from 11 to 2. Hey. It's in the shadow of the stadium. It's just out there. It's right. You're headed out to Lakewood, but not quite. It's just Edgewater. It's legendary. Legendary Edgewater. That was an interesting article, Sean. Got to... Uh, <laughs> Got to think deep when it comes to our guy, Sean Payton. Uh, yeah. What's going on? Hey, man, I tell you what. He wants to. Uh, it, it was interesting. It, it came out yesterday. It was like, yeah, my Lord. I needed a day to consume it. Uh, but it has been consumed. And so it sets the stage. I don't I don't think there's anything bad in it. I don't think he's a, a bad dude whatsoever. He's our guy. It's kind of like it's our guy. Let's go. Um, it does confirm a lot of things that we were thinking about. Um, I think it's. I think he's put people on edge, just like Prime put people on edge. And you know, listen, man, it's not like the Broncos were doing great for the past seven years. <laughs> just, know. just the opposite. So, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with it. I'm all right with it. These, these are some of his. You know, he's got his own sort of demons in life, like anybody has. You have your own challenges, like who you are, where you are, where you fit in the world what you want to do, how you want to go about it. And, um, you know, this profile goes into a lot of those, gives you a lot of reasons why he wanted to get back in coaching for sure. Mm -hmm. But you do wonder if a guy who burns things at both ends, how long can you make that sustainable? And that is the, uh, the big question. When you just are burning that candle at both ends, how long can you really do it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of, the great coaches can do that. And uh, they I do, do that. I know? do too. And uh, but, uh, <laughs> some guys can do it longer than others. Yeah. We'll see here with Sean Payton with the Broncos. And we'll give you some specific examples, you know, in uh, in this article too as it goes along. But it's a, it's a really fascinating <laughs> read. Here to talk all about it, this is The Drive on the Fan. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Schlereth, who? What? Evans. Well, these guys are starting to take over the world. Spoon man. What's going on, Noshan? Classic. Doing great, brother. How I think you? the morning show is trying to yeah, take over our doing? rejoiners. I don't know. What man. are they doing? I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Can they not just be happy with, you know, whatever they got going on? And we don't wake up at 5 a.m. to sabotage their show. <laughs> I mean, but who does? Hey, just uh, don't worry, Mike. Mike. Who wakes up for the show? Uh, don't worry, Mike. That alarm's <laughs> going off at four four fifteen tomorrow morning too. Enjoy it. Oh, man. You ever wake up that early? Yes. On the regular? No. I did for twenty <laughs> years. 
On the rig, huh? On the rig, 20 years on the rig, doing morning radio. On the rig, 20 years. Woof. Oh, man. Not fun. Yes. It's another nice day out there. Woof. Gorgeous. Sean Payton putting, I'm um, reading the uh, Ramaslaw.com text line. Uh, Sean Payton putting his team in position to fail, teach or the team something. Team is not getting messed with. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what Sean was thinking here. I mean, it's all right. It's not the worst thing in the world. But if you want to just um, a deep psychological look at what was going on in Sean Payton's life for the past few years, well, it's a pretty good article. You know, he's got his um, his buddies up there in Idaho. Amongst them, you know, John Elway and Wayne Gretzky, lightning coach John Cooper. These are guys that they, they would get together on a regular basis and have breakfast and go out and play golf up there in Coeur d'Alene. Idaho seems like a wonderful place. You're into golf, right? You like playing oh, golf? Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Get you up to Coeur d'Alene, play some golf with those guys. All right. I don't know if you can get at the Masters of the Universe table, but, I mean, maybe. <laughs> and then it goes into, you know... Um, just kind of like just where he was in life. Man, his problems with Bounty Gate and the NFL are, I mean, we always knew it was significant. But no, Sean, man, that has left a mark with him. Yes, yeah, it's, it's hurt his heart, man. It was a crazy situation, though. I mean, when it comes down to that play that they didn't call, you know what I mean? Um, it, hurt, it hurt his heart. I mean, it hurt their chances, and they couldn't go. You know what I mean? So... It was a tough situation. It's funny, man. But I think about this whole situation. It's, it's funny. It's great timing, I feel like. You know, great distraction. I love it. I love it because what are we not talking about right now? What are we not talking about? Right. I don't know. What? Wait, we're not talking about oh. the Broncos and the players. And we're not talking what are about, they going to do? We're not you know talking about Russ, but give me a second. Right. I'll, get, I'll get there. We're not talking about Russ. Well, not yet. Give me a second. Not much. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has a little something, something in there. But this whole we're still t- we're just talking about pain the whole time. Yeah, it's this this whole uh, Bill Parcells coaching tree of paranoia. You know, he thinks that a concussion official for a year and a half was a spy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? He's looking at the guy he's given the hairy eyeball for a year and a half, and he finds Strange. out after a year and a half. Why didn't he just uh, go over there and ask him no who I- he was? I or? have no idea. <laughs> I wouldn't sit there for a year and a half. I know. It's, oh, okay, I get it now. You know what? It's just on to me. I know what's going to happen. I'm waiting for the movie. Which one? He's already had a movie about I'm himself. I'm waiting for another one. Another one? Because he didn't even, according to this article, he didn't even like the movie that his son-in-law <laughs> produced. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. He's sitting there watching the movie, and uh, they're watching it in bed, him and Skylene. It was surreal. Peyton kept staring at Kevin James, playing a quasi-true version of himself. Knowing that there are aspects of the story of the movie mostly missed, Peyton's longtime wife Beth got divorced during his suspension. In the movie, they had it looked like they had been mm-hmm. divorced actually for quite a while. He felt she was an awesome mother during the time and was filled with anger and guilt. He didn't like the person he saw in the mirror those days, and he knew he needed to change. Okay, Skylene, he knew for a long time. She was a nurse in the Charlotte area. Uh, he had problems with his leg, and he hurt his back. And um, all sorts of stuff. Real personal stuff here, man. Trying to tell his own story. Okay, I love it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That goes on with Russ, and he told Russ to stop 
kissing babies and <laughs> running for mayor and shut down Russ Inc. Was he wrong? Uh, you know, we're going to hear from Russ here, KJ, and no Sean shortly. In fact, Sean Payton is going to, has he started talking yet, KJ, or not, not yet? We're keeping our eyes on it. He'll be seven to the podium here shortly. Can't wait. What would you ask him? What would you what would you say to him if if you know based on on this what would you ask him? Man, not pretty much nothing about all this because this is what he wants us to talk. Obviously, he put it out there for for a reason and a purpose, right? He wants to tell his story and really and take the take the spotlight off of the team. Well, we not really talk about the team. We ever talk about Russ maybe a little bit, but not as much if we just we're focusing on Sean Payton and his life and all the things that he's been through and all this other stuff. No. Let's talk about this game that's about to happen. What's Russ going to look like? <laughs> like, come on. I got it, but, you know, we just got a 30-page article, you know, detailing who he is, how he became, how came to be, him telling Russ to stop kissing babies, shut down Russ, Inc. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, you could just sort of blow it off, I guess. Nobody has to ask him about it. I'm curious if anybody will. I, I would be curious to ask him, hey, coach, at the beginning of training camp, you had Jared Bell in your office, and now you've had Seth Wickersham up in your office too. Um, what do you think you gain from doing pieces like this when you've told your players over, you know, to be anonymous donors? I mean, it's one thing, okay, you stepped in it with Jared Bell. That was the beginning of training camp. He had Seth Wickersham, a national writer, up to his office um, after the practice against the Rams. Okay, I mean, yeah. he can do whatever he wants. Right. It's, it's fine. That's how I think he'll answer it. Okay, like, yeah, I'll do whatever I want. Well, Shut no, up. Well, yeah, it was, hey, you dummy. A, it was just an interview we did, and it is what it is. We're All focused right. on, uh, on the Raiders right now. That's it. You think he's going to break it down for you? I think if, if – I think here's, here's, my, here's, my, um, here's my idea. If the players buy in – to what you're trying to put out there, whatever. I think it's all good. Like Michael Malone of the the Nuggets would often be critical and upset and be pretty direct. But he also said, I would never say anything to you, the muggles, the media, that I wouldn't or I just ha- or I just said mm-hmm. to my own team. Right. And I completely believe him about that. I totally believe him. And there was massive buy-in with the Nuggets. And the year before, there was massive buy-in with the Avalanche with Jared Bednar. And no, Sean, I, I, I think that's what were some really, really important moments to take them to championships. And I think um, Deion Sanders' players, mm-hmm. they, have, they have drunk all the Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. They, oh, they, yeah. Have, they could not buy in more. Mm-hmm. So you tell me, you tell me, do you think the Broncos players are buying into Sean Payton? Yeah, I just, I just see him as it, him saying to the team, like, you guys, I don't need you guys talking to me and going crazy and be anonymous donors. Leave that up to me. He easily could have just said that and let him do what he's doing. And he's leading by example when he's when it's all about the work, you know, and they're putting in the work. What do you think about the, you know, telling Russ to zip uh, Russell Incorporated? Yeah. I mean, everyone was saying that. We wanted it. Russell to stop with all the social media stuff and everything, right? No doubt about it. We all, all right, said so it. So now he said it to him. And now it's, oh, my goodness, he said it to him. Like, yeah, bro, chill out. Get off social media. We, we, you're not running for, you know what I mean? 
I, I totally know uh, what that's you mean. A, that's a, all right. Okay. So okay. Why, why are we talking about it like it's something that shouldn't have been said? No, I mean it's, what it's, it is. It's as if Sean Payton's doing a talk show here on the fan. It's uh, I feel like hey, we'd we, we, we'd have a good to- show together because these these are just things that we've all echoed, we've all said over the years. The 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 question is putting it out there. Good thing, bad thing. I mean, like I it's just a bad said, thing when he doesn't say anything. Oh, he doesn't give us anything. Then he says something. Oh no! Why did he say that? Oh, he's giving us too much, bro. <laughs> that's the meaning for you. I love it. Okay. Hey, no, he said what he said. Why we? <laughs> it's, it's a little bit too much. I feel. I, I, that's why I say I love it. It's perfect timing for him. Great distraction from the team and what they got to handle business this week. You think Russ? Because we're going to bring it right back to that if they don't handle business this week. Do you think Russ needed this? What, well, like, it's a little embarrassing, isn't it? Uh, for for him, for for us, no. You feel like oh, embarrassing for us? <laughs> I mean, can it get any more embarrassing than last year and his performance and no, how he was? I I no, I mean it really can't. I think he has his head down. It is what it is. The media things that come out can't hurt him by now. So you're okay with the coach? I understand it's words that had to be said to Russ behind the scenes. It's not anything different than we said. But it's one thing when we're saying it, you know, being, you know, goofballs here on the radio. Um, but when a coach says it publicly, you know, it feels a little bit different. Now, again, I don't have a problem with it as long as it all, you know, works out. Hmm. It, it's different, but I, I don't have an issue with it. I don't. In fact, not only do I not have an issue with it, I think some of the things that Sean Payton um, was talking about in this article and Sarah, uh, sharing with uh, uh, Seth Wickersham are, are, are really good for fans to know that the Broncos have these type of problems. It's tricky, though, because when, when I'll, and I'll tell you coming up what the problems specifically are, and then let's go through how correctable they are. Plus, I mean, Sean Payton will be speaking shortly. Yes, no. Boy, we're late here then, huh? This is supposed to be a 2.15. Yes. Okay. Okay. Hey, make him wait, baby. Oh, That's, he's doing make it. Make him wait. Make him wait. Why not? Cliss? Make him wait. Cliss and Troy? I'm what, just saying. They're going to pass in out general, in the sun. Like, Get him some water. Nah, that's going to be a talk. Oh, he was late to the mean. And we're supposed to hear from Russ today. That's going to be interesting, I guess. Just a, See where his mindset is, really. On this game. That's it. it he'll he'll do a, a delightful job. Did we job. get a let's ride? <laughs> no, he's, he dropped let's ride. He's right. easy. I he's, love it. He's I'm, I'm happy the, for that. He's getting with a, a go Broncos at the end. Okay, that's good. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> sure. That's <laughs> whatever. I, I don't care either. Um, okay, but that'll come up. We'll hear from Sean. We'll hear from Russ. And I'll, I'll give you the specifics about practice, football stuff. That was disappointing to Sean Payton. Um that you should know about. Details next. Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan presents The Drive. Steve Mac and Sean, KJ, saw chicken fingers back there. Boy, we're still waiting for uh, Peyton and for Russ. Okay. Today is the first, it's the first week, no, Sean, of like the regular season schedule. And I don't know, coaches. Every coach does things uh, a little bit different. You know, some guys like to get it all done early in the morning, practice and everything. And, you know, I kind of like that. 
you know, and everything would wrap up by noon, one o'clock at the latest. Um, but Sean Payne, as we found out, he's a later guy, like later to start in the morning and then working way later, like two, three o'clock in the morning. Mm. Oh, my God. Yes. That must drive the coaches nuts. <laughs> he's texting them at two in the morning like, I found it out. I figured it out. I saw it. I figured it out. This is the screen we've got to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, because if you're an assistant coach, what are you going to do? Leave before the head coach goes? And a lot of these assistant coaches are much younger. They have younger families, all that sort of stuff. But when the head man wants to, you know, grind it out till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, then I guess that's just what we all got to get used to. Everyone? He's going right now? I'd be curious to hear a little bit. We'll see how it goes. Marty and yourself and Davis. Sort of yeah, I mean, they're... they're there's a unique chemistry in there. Obviously, Austin's day-to-day with those guys. And then, the, you know, the other group of us, you know, when you look at Joe as the coordinator and Johnny, there's so much that goes into these plays and pictures that, um, you know, the room flows fine. It's not it's not noisy or, or busy. Um it's quite a bit of experience in there. So it, it's something that we kind of set up intentionally with who, who's in there and, and the structure of it. Is it, is it easy to keep it where it doesn't get noisy when you have that many? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wonder if you wonder if you kind of summarize what you've seen out of Marvin Mims and you think he's ready to play a significant role if needed on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's someone that, I feel like once he got back in, in the swing of things and he's healthy, you know, we saw his progress in camp out of practice. We saw it even in the Ram game, and, you know, he's, uh, he's moving well. Um, you know, he'll have a, a role not only as a returner but as a receiver. Sean, you've done things a certain way during the regular season for a long time, the same way. How long do you think it'll take to get everyone on the same page that you want them to be on so that Wednesdays look the same in October and November and December? Yeah, look, I think we're always teaching. You know, this is the first week. All of us collectively together are in season, if you will. It's our first in-season week. So, you know, how we handled the bonus day Monday, what our Wednesdays look like, and then tomorrow and Friday the same way. Even even Saturdays walk through and hotel meetings, so I'm sure there'll be some nuances or things that are a little different, but um, you know, we meet as a staff each night, we clean up things that we want to see differently, and um, so I, I don't anticipate that to be a big change. You had success in, I think, your last three openers with the Saints, but even back like your last six, you score a lot of points. Is that a byproduct of knowing the opponent for a long time, or what would you see as a function? I don't know. I think, generally speaking, I tie success to good, you know, and so when we talk about these things, well, our record at home has not been this, or it's been this, um, we were just talking about, you know, during Mike's run, you know, those guys were 23-1 and one at home, you know, for a period of three years, you know, they were probably good, you know, and so um, I think the good comes before the home, and I think the same thing takes place you know, we've lost opening games before in New Orleans on teams that weren't as good, but, you know, our better teams are teams that generally started fast. And, you know, one of our best teams in 11, we lost week one. Um, 
when they probably were two and two at some point and then won eight in a row. I would say, generally speaking, teams that you know end up in double-digit wins, you know, have stretches that they put together and stack together. But um, obviously, you want to play well. Uh, it's a home game. It's a division game. It's our first game. Um, but I don't look at maybe results in New Orleans as you know that there were a lot that went into that and uh, this is different. You're talking more about in, in 06 you told me even the preseason you weren't quite sure what it I was in 06 team yeah. Then you got off to a fast start so I'm, I'm curious if you find yourself drawing back to that year in particular. Well it's not uncommon when the season starts to you know you're anxious to see what you have you know you haven't played a full game with your starters you've been in the preseason you know, there's a handful of guys that are new here, coaches and players. And I, I, w- I would always say I, these first, the first quarter poll of the season, we were in a sprint to improve and make corrections. And, and so, um, you know, we're trying throughout this week to hit on everything that can come up with the younger players, ball security. It's different than the colleges they played at, you know, how the ball is attacked defensively here is much more aggressive and so you know trying to hit up head off some of these things that over time you've seen from experience um so that it's not a traumatic event that's forcing us to now it's a game with mistakes it's not without mistakes but you know it's important for us to have a clean plan where guys are playing fast um and you know, those are the things that I, I draw on, you know, as you get ready to start a season with a new team. What did Jonathan think? Do you have a Frank Clark? We didn't see him when we were out there. He was out there the whole time. He's 55. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. We changed a lot of jersey numbers. It's on me, no, he's 55. He's out By nature, quarterbacks expected to be a leader. But what are some of the things that Russell Wilson does that makes him even beyond a, from a leader? You start with all great leaders. Whether sometimes they're just by example, and I wouldn't say that's the case with Russell, but certainly by example, the work he puts in, uh, the amount of time he, he's on, the opponent in the building. Um, part of that's the position prerequisite, but um, I would say he's real upbeat, um, man, he's positive, encouraging. Uh, he has a lot of really good traits that I like. And, uh, and I think over his career, dating back to college, it's it's shown itself time and time again. From the start of OTAs to now, what has Jonathan Cooper done to to work his way into the role that he has now to start the season? Yeah, I, I would say he's been consistent. He's explosive. Um, I think he's been very All right, So there he is. He's talking about Jonathan um, Cooper and uh, Mason. Uh, we'll, have, we'll have Mason on a little bit later today and uh, Jonathan Cooper. And, you know. Huh. Yeah. You still awake over there? You okay? <laughs> yeah. That's what I expected. That's, yeah. you know, nobody asked him about yeah. this. No one asked him yet. No, Not one person. See, yeah. No, I Sean. Mean, I know. That's why I got to be there. <laughs> See, man, you always want to try to stir something up. I want to ask the obvious questions. I want to ask the obvious questions. I don't want to stir things up, but you said that you want anonymous donors. You had an exclusive article with a national guy before camp and the week going into preseason. Is that consistent with what you think? 
Listen. Also, I want to know about the moment that you told Russell Incorporated to shut it down. That's in the article. How did that go? What was that conversation like? And do you think he's, you know, do you think he's upheld his uh, end of the bargain? Why did you tell him? Did you really think he was running for mayor? You know, something along those lines. And then he's going to say, you know, I'd love to talk to you, you know, uh, about that, D-Mac. Right now, we just focus on <laughs> um, the Raiders. And okay. Against them. All right. Then, you know, then, then, then that's um, that. Then that's, that's, that. then that's that. Don't worry about it. No big deal. Yeah, if you want to know no something about me, deal. it's in there. It's in that I did. In there, that there is some specific stuff here that I want to go through you with. I, I do wonder about the Russell Wilson stuff. Like, what is this guy? He seems so opposite of Russell Wilson. He really doesn't seem to have. What in the world would he have in common with Russell Wilson? <laughs> but then again, does it even matter? Does it even matter if the the coach and the the quarterback? I mean, it might it, it might not even matter. I mean, you want them to gel. You want them to at least be on the same page when it comes to football. But I mean, off the field, it doesn't matter, right? Who cares? Off the field, you know what? Maybe this is exactly what Russ needed. Somebody to keep it real with them. Um, that's what we were asking for, and that he just sort of did whatever he wanted last year. Didn't feel like Hackett was really the coach. It felt like Russell Wilson and his crew were running everything. And you know what's great about Sean Payton? There's no doubt, one way or the other, whatever the psychological makeup is that you can read in this dissertation, you know who's in charge. Like, no, Sean, there's no doubt who's in charge. Right, I don't feel like Sean Payton's not can't put his arm around Russ. I mean, he, he's a tough love kind yeah. of guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Tough yeah. love, tell you how it is, Fair. but at the same time, I got yeah. your back. You yeah. feel me? And if anyone else wants to try to come at you, and talk bad about you. I got your back. You know, I that's a really great observation. And, you know, Michael Malone was a lot like that, too, with the Nuggets. Mm. Like, Michael Malone struts around. He's got a certain amount of swag and confidence. You know, you can't be the head head guy in charge of uh, all these unbelievable athletes in the NBA if you don't have a certain amount of confidence in and of yourself. Same, mm. same for – probably the same for any coach. And that's probably what Nathaniel Hackett was lacking the most, that he, he probably never really felt – like he belonged mm. as the head coach. Mm. I think Vic Fangio thought he belonged as the head coach. He was just, you know, <laughs> such a frumpy, you know, only cares about the defense sort of guy. I don't think he was intimidated by being a head coach. I just don't think he ever wanted it. Mm. Yeah, you either have it or you don't. You don't think Shanahan had a certain amount of confidence? Kubiak? Of course they did. Foxy? Of course. Gotta have that confidence. Yeah, man, I don't want a coach that doesn't have confidence. So, all right, cool. Now, I'll, I'll be curious what Russ has to say. Nobody really asked him about it. But there are some specific football things that were really revealing from this. And we'll, we'll go through an X plus what we may hear from Russ. That could be on the way. This is The Drive on the Fan. It's The Drive on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. How we doing there, KJ? Is uh, Russ time? Or, uh, oh, we got a little, little Justin Simmons. Oh, it's going to be good to see him back on the field. We missed him. I guess he's good to go, right? I guess. If he's up on the podium yeah, talking. That's what it's looking like. He was voted captain. So. What? Yep, six captains. Oh, my gosh. Oh, do we know all the captains? Yeah. All right. Um, how many are there? Six. Well, Russ has to be one, and Justin has to be another. Sertan is going to be the other defensive captain, correct? Mm-mm. No. No, Sean, you want in on this? Is there? Are there two defensive captains? How many captains? Are, uh, how many? 
Oh, so yeah. there's don't, six, don't there's tell us who they are, but yeah. Yeah, how many? Six? Uh-huh, and there's two defensively. All right, so it's six. All right, you got So Justin's one of them. Mm-hmm. And you got, and you have... Uh, Kareem? No. Yes. What? Okay. okay. Well, he's been in the league no, a right. million years. I see that. That's I'm a tricky here. one, because sometimes you want to pass that down to the young guy, right, don't you? Right, you right, You know? But no, I can understand that. Okay. But Kareem is... Kareem's a man. I like that. Kareem, Kareem's so vocal, too. It'd be kind of hard not to have him as captain. Two on offense. One is Russ, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, is there another one on offense? Are there two on offense? There, There is another one on offense. Oh, there's two more on offense. There's two more on offense? Uh-huh. Oh. So three all together? Yeah. Right. All right. On so so one of them's got to be an offensive lineman. Hmm. So I'm going to go Cortland. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. He was a yeah. captain last year. Yeah, and I like it. I'll go with Bowles. Has to, right? Has to. Yeah, no. Mm. Don't just tell me if I'm right or wrong on that. <laughs> wrong on Bowles. Or am I wrong on Sutton? No, no you're wrong on Bowles. I'm wrong oh. on, on Bowles. Mm-hmm. So Sutton's one of them. Sutton's one. I'm wrong on Bowles. Wow, man. Minor. Quinn. No way. Not over. No way. Not All over right. Bowles. That's my no last one. You only way. get one more. Well, two. it's geez, if it's it cannot be McGlinchey. You can't give that to a free agent. No way, it's McGlinchey. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I'm just as shocked as you, dude. <laughs> McGlinchey comes in here and becomes a captain over Bulls on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Dang, son. And you know who the special teams one is. You don't have any, special teams. Wait, I gotta think about special teams. I don't know special teams. Come on, oh, you you know who it is. is. What do you mean? Is that, uh, no? Say it. Go ahead. I'm I'm missing it. Go ahead. What I say do, Will. Who? Will? No? no, 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 no. He hasn't been here long enough. Will Lutz? Well, why not? We just gave it to Mike. Will Lutz? Oh, we just gave it to him. <laughs> I'm like, why not? Will Lutz doesn't even know. We love the kicker. I thought we loved them, dude. Will Lutz doesn't even know where I 25 is yet. We love them. A special teams? What? Do you think it's obvious on special teams? I, I, I thought I'll that put it this way. It. it should be. Unbelievable. I can't believe it. It well, should be. Will Lutz, he just got here. Bro, didn't we just say the same thing about Mike? They named it. Brandon McManus got it. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Um, if we go back to 2022, you're right. Special teams. Well, I mean, this, 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 is it Riley Dixon, the kicker? I can't believe it. No? The, the punter, Riley Dixon. Okay. Right, I guess you got to get Will. One of those. Will just that. got here. I would have respected that. I didn't even know who the hell you were talking about when you first said Will. <laughs> I don't even know who's our long staff. Peyton's guy. Is it Fabroni or did it cut Fabroni him? got it. Jabroni got it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Riley Dixon, who who got drafted, then got released and for Marquette King, and now is back. Simmons just wrapped it up. I saw that. Let's see if Russ steps up here, man. Let's see what's what. Hear a little bit from Russ. You can only take so much. Podium Russ is a little. Yeah, yeah. Podium on. football Russ is fine. Podium Russ is. Podium Russ is a little bit of a. Hmm. So your six captains, man, McGlinchy got it over Bolsey. Yeah, I was surprised about that. Boy. Come on, but get off a of will, bro. Get off a of will. Yeah. McGlinchy is a good talker. I'll give him that. Mm. But boy, that's something. Over Bowles has been here forever. You're starting left tackle. And you got it, gave it to McGlinchey, who just came in here. McGlinchey is one of those dudes, though. He's like, he's got a um, presence, you know, just sort of like, you know, he, he feels like he's the mayor of the, t- like he's a, <laughs> one of those dudes. Dalton Reisner was kind of like that, too. Russ is like that. Mm-hmm. Justin Simmons is like that. Kareem's like that. These are, these are all guys that just have, 
you know, this big boy, too, some man. presence. Oh, McGlinchey? Yeah. Oh, dude, he's ridiculous. But, you know, so, you know, so what? So Nick Benito put him in a blender often <sighs> in camp. Ugh. Big tall dude, man. Yeah. He takes two steps back, and it's like a elephant on roller skates sometimes. Hey, man. That leverage. Get underneath him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if you can get there. Mm. You know Elvis, like Elvis Zumerville, short guy, right. but he had those ridiculously oh. long arms. He, he would move guys who were way bigger than him. They're like, no big deal. Yeah, man, I'll tell you. Reminds me of like a little Freeney. Oh, those guys yes. are all short yes. and small. Really? Yes, yep, yep. Same same type of dudes. Mm-hmm. The Broncos are, well, um, Benito's okay, but um, Randy Gregory's like tall, skinny. Right. Um not Jarvis Moss, who you probably can't stand, Florida. But but you know, actually, that's my dude for some. That's my dude. Oh, you get along with him. I get along with Jarvis. Man. <laughs> Wait, <what is> <laughs> get along. With, you tell me you hate everybody from Florida. Not everybody. You get along with Jarvis. No, I get along with Jarvis. So you wouldn't talk to Tebow, but you're all right with Jarvis. I don't know. I can't, I'll talk to, not much to Tebow. Not much. I, I don't have a problem with him. So wait, why didn't you hold the same problems against Jarvis? It's just that. Oh, now nah, Jarvis, my people's man. Jarvis is good people's bro. You know what I mean? So nah, I mean. It's just the, the that rival. It's just the, the the team. Like just that stupid Gator. Oh, it's not him as a person. Well, he was a star. Not him Florida. as a person. All right, all right. It's just ugh, school. What do you want to hear from Russ today? What kind of things do you want to hear from Russ? I just want to hear that he's focused. I know he is, man, and that he's ready to get out there and do what he got to do to get this win. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. You know, he's been putting in the work. So let's go. You know, I man? would say in the article by Seth Wickersham, Russ. Um, Coach Payton said in the articles was quoted saying, he said to you, it was important for you to shut down Russ Incorporated. Do you agree with that assessment that you had to shut that down to improve this year? I would ask him that. Not necessarily shut. Oh, wait, you said you were asking that. That's what I would ask him because that's what, that's what Sean Payton said. Now I, I think that's right. He didn't have to shut it down. It's just like, you don't have to be blasted everywhere. Like, do your business. Go ahead. Go to business. Do your work. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you're doing your work on the field. All right, all right. You don't have to be show-blowing in and putting it everywhere. It's going to be times where you have to um, put out some – some. what was the word I'm looking for? Sorry. You got to put something out for your brand pretty mm-hmm. much. You know what I'm saying? So you have to? Well, yeah. If you're trying to – if you have a brand, you're going to – Promote it some way, right? So oh, you're gonna put you put some, to, right, but, but you don't do you, have to constantly every week put something out. Yeah, uh, you throw something out here and there, boom. So if you open up a kiosk in the airport for House of LRNC, that's okay. Throw it out if you want to throw something out about it, boom. Just One time, just like the next day, don't be doing something. You know, oh just keep God. it cool. Every day is something. Every other week, every week is something. Like all right, you don't so have it was. To do it all was that. too much last year. I thought it was a little bit, but and this year was but, fine. But we would have never been talking about it or even. Had mentioned it if he went out there and balled out, right? right? I mean, yeah, if he balled right. out, it'd been right. like, oh, you're right, all right, you're right, Russ, baby. It is what, I yep. mean, yeah, yeah. I understand it. it was a lot, but we, we were, just didn't have a great year. You're right. We were all into Let's Ride. They were putting up billboards. We were screaming it here. We were bumper stickers and T-shirts. <laughs> Everybody was into Let's Ride. Everybody was. I get it. This time last year, it was exciting. This time last year, it was Let's Ride Haven. Let's do it, baby. Nobody was really we have a chance. Yes. that's what we were excited about, yes. man. He gave us an opportunity, yeah. to be a better team. Okay, then it wasn't then, a great season. Then in Seattle, you start calling plays like they were calling. <laughs> it was crazy. Like you couldn't remember the plays, and then unreal. Uh, Forty-six left hash. Brandon McManus is trying to hit. 
you know, field goals from the moon to right. end the game. And if you're going to be doing that, let's stop the social media, all right? Let's stop that. All right, we got, we'll look forward to Russ. Um, we'll d- dig more into Wickersham and talk about the Raiders. Rivalry week right here on The Fan.